0: Howdy! Welcome to another week of Canon Calls. This week's guest is country singer Cade Fainer. We chat about how great Texas is, remember the Alamo, Texas Forever, etc. We chatted about his time on American Idol, the very same TV show that he met his wife Gabby. And lastly, what it's like to be faithful in a culture that generally hates the God you worship. So, without further ado, meet kate welcome to another week of canon calls a really fun guest this week Cade fainer did i get it right again
1: you got it right again Perfect. due diligence you did good
0: kate <laughs> welcome to the show man thank you so much for being generous with your time
1: Man, thank you so much for having me on. It's, I listen to stuff all the time, so it's, I just felt so giddy. You know? It's, it's a, y'all know, you reached out to do this. I, I was just plum excited. So if people don't know, Cade was on American
0: Idol in 2018, season 16, if I'm correct. Um, yeah. And you are now touring full-time uh, with your wife. Yes. Who was yes, also yes. on the show. Correct. Now you guys you you told me on the phone earlier you were you're going to start touring uh, you'll be opening for Brad Paisley here pretty quick.
1: Yeah, this summer we're going to do that. They just just announced it this past week. So yes, it's, we're we're very excited. We're having a great time. But yeah, also we didn't uh most people when we say we did the show together, uh we did we met on the show. We you didn't met go on, in there. Yeah. <laughs> we met on the show, which is odd. You don't think you'd find your wife on a on a television show, and you know, especially being Christians, you know, you figure we'd have more discernment than that. But we, <laughs> well, we, you'd be surprised. I was gonna say
0: know. the Christian thing is important, but you know, there's like whole TV shows just meant for that. And uh, yeah,
1: well, this this was not that one. We didn't get on that one. <laughs> we we didn't.
0: Right. So you were on. Uh, so yeah, you went on American Idol. Now, Kate, another thing. Um, so I talked to you for the first time last night. And man, your voice sounds like it's been barrel aged in Shelbyville, Texas. Barrel aged that's for so like funny. probably decades. Um, yeah, well, but how not quite are, Decades. But how old are but
1: you? I'm 23. All right. 23. So you yeah, see, I guarantee yeah.
0: you, people are driving down the road and their jaws have all dropped if they didn't know who that you is were so already. Funny. So that
1: is hilarious. I I think I have one of the most annoying talking voices ever, but that's that's <laughs> hilarious even even uh my wife gabby she's from pittsburgh but um she's even i don't know if it, i've rubbed off on her or what but she's 19 and everybody's like uh you know they talk to her in radio interviews and stuff and they're like are you from you know are you from virginia or alabama she's like no pittsburgh yeah. you know it's 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 i don't know if i i'd like to think that i took you know, I I did it, but uh, I don't know where it came from. If it I, wasn't for me,
0: I think uh, I think you are to blame. I mean, that thing is barrel aged in Texas. So yeah, well, as somebody, I, I mean,
1: as I'm somebody, the proudest Texan in the world. So are you? That's yes, I really am. Remember the Alamo? I say it all the time. It shows forever. and everything. Texas forever. It's just you, there's nothing like being from Texas. You, no one else gets it. Uh, you you are from Texas, right? Oh yeah. So so you get it, you know I mean there's oh, just yeah. a natural getting it that there's the Alamo, we're the Republic of Texas more than we're anything, you know, it's it's I don't know, it's it's the cows, it's the horses, it's 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 just, you know, uh <laughs> I think I think Moses was slightly off in his geographical mapping of where the promised land was. He was getting oh, close though. Oh, there's no though. doubt about
0: that. I mean, there's <laughs> no doubt about that. And that's that's just biblical studies though. Um, yes, it is.
1: Now, That's the true history.
0: And it's I got to be honest, I feel like such a fraud, man, like a Texas fraud being on like our voices will be side by side for the next half hour 45 minutes nope. here and man it, it's people are uh you can definitely tell i'm north of dallas you know that's... yeah you you can
1: but it's okay because you do have an interesting voice i was actually showing so i you know i listen to all the canon press stuff all the time me sure. and one of my friends we're both from texas we both happened to move here and didn't know each other but um ooh. I was showing him some of the stuff and he was like, man, this guy's voice, he's so monotone, but he's reading this, like this, this fire stuff. And he's just like, <laughs> uh, and I was like, this is amazing. This is, this is what I'm talking about, you know? That's so hilarious. it's, it's interesting to say the least from an outsider's perspective, you know?
0: Okay. Well, good, good. All right, man. So you, and you are now in Nashville just outside That's of Nashville. Correct. Okay.
1: Yes. All right. Just, man. Uh, yeah. I would tell the, the area, but well, we can't you know, have that. I, well, I could. I mean, it's not that big a deal. Nobody's going to come knock down the door. I don't think. You know, we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, we'll see. just outside of just outside of Nashville. Uh, my wife doesn't like me to give the exact area, but I would if it's just me because I can hold down the fort. But you know, <laughs> I've got reasonable. a gun. It's I've got a gun here, and it, you know, most people when I tell them I've got a gun. They're like, "Oh my gosh, you have a gun! What are you What are you going to do with it? And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know?" <laughs> Yeah. Come, man. come, come knocking at three o'clock in the morning. You, you, you'll know. You we'll find <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um. So, Cade, take me back. So, you grew up, as we mentioned, in Shelbyville, Texas. There's so many small towns in Texas. Like I was telling you, I I looked it up, and it's funny in the Google thing. I I can see the Shelbyville grocer, Shelbyville yes. High School, and a bank, all on that, that highway it. main street right there, which is exactly is up. It. Um, and I'm 10
1: minutes, I was 10 minutes from that, you know, so that was a 10 right. minute drive okay. to school every morning, you know, in <laughs> my in my big Dodge truck flying oh, down the road. It. I love yeah. it. So
0: were you just hitting every karaoke night there? I mean, would you grow up singing? Did you, is this always something yeah, on Yeah,
1: so, no, not at all. Um, I grew up, of course, listening to music, because who didn't, you know, because sure. it was on the radio. But uh, I really loved music. I knew that I had a, a, a whatever it was, of a connection to music in some way to where, you know, like I just would sing every song. And I made myself memorize all the songs on the radio and all that stuff. I was an awful singer, though. Everyone told me, you know, you just are no good at that, son, you know. (laughs) So I quit that. And so eventually, though, I I rodeoed my whole life growing up. Um, you either, yeah, you either, you know, like rode four wheelers on the weekends and did those sorts of things, or you were a cowboy and there wasn't a bunch of us, but my dad, you know, I come from a, I come from a huge line of farmers and ranchers and cowboys. Um, my dad is the roughest, toughest cowboy to date that I've ever met. Um, I'm not even half of the toughness he is, but he, he rode Bronx in high school and bulldogged, which is where you literally wrestle a steer to the ground and um i didn't do that but i did rope so that, that was what i did i calf roped and team roped and um, i broke my leg riding a horse bro i was probably sixth or seventh grade and during the recovery of that um i started playing guitar and that was really when i <laughs> fell in love with music so <laughs> that's the know.
0: best dude you broke your leg from riding yep. the horse and then that's when you picked up the guitar so i could just see you yeah. there with like a cast
1: yes strumming yeah so so yeah that was that that was my first musical love was was guitar that was i was fell in love with that i love fleetwood mac and and you know older the older bands you know uh, i just absolutely loved them and and that's how i learned how to play was actually watching the dvd uh, Fleetwood Mac in concert, um, and just watching and listening and watching and listening, and uh, eventually that's how I taught myself how to play drums and and sing as well. You know, as it was just listening to stuff. I didn't because we didn't have YouTube like where I live. We didn't have the internet. Wow. Cause cause it was even you know even in whatever time period that was. I don't. I can't think of it right now. But you know that wasn't ten, twelve, whatever years ago, and um. We just didn't have it where I lived. Uh, because it was so far back in the woods, you know, you just sure, uh, didn't make it up there probably yet. Probably at that at that point. Yeah, we did have that. So and then I would get in trouble because I'd get on that that big white computer and go looking for Fleetwood Mac videos and it would just load like a second, you know, and then oh, yeah. buffer and you know. Now it's just amazing. I'm still amazed by the internet. The fact that I can get on my phone right now and watch a two hour video without it stopping is just beyond me. To too this funny. day, yeah, totally, yeah. But I you bet know, your parents it, were missing phone yeah.
0: calls too, because you know the dial-up took the phone calls. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. So, you yes. so have
1: I, that. I got in quite a bit of trouble for all the trying to look up <laughs> the the internet videos of my favorite bands and stuff. But so I, so I naturally I had to figure out how to play by, you know, watching and listening sort of thing. But and then later on, I got into singing. We didn't, we didn't have any uh local music scene whatsoever it was more or less of just you know there were some bars and stuff and it, we were you know 15 years old and found some buddies of mine taught them how to play their instruments and and you know learned a couple of songs and then we would just try to go play anywhere we really could there was just, just there wasn't a music scene there just you know doing those mean?
0: bars at lunch maybe or yeah that was <laughs> 15 year olds play a bar so i guess lunch no
1: maybe. no we we did play them at night but we just didn't tell them how old we were because we came. Ticket. Probably nobody yeah, asked we, either. Nobody asked. It was, yeah. you know, it, it takes, uh, I've heard Doug Wilson talk about, you know, it, it, the Republican and Democratic sort of ideals. Uh, is the Democrats are heading off the cliff at 100 miles an hour. The right. Republicans are just going off about 60 miles an hour. It's <laughs> a, sort of the same thing yeah. in regards to, it takes, it takes uh, you know, it's Shelbyville area about 20 years to catch up to, you know, major cities to totally. what they're doing and, you know, kids being in bars and whatnot. You know, what's that, the uh, know.
0: what's the closest major city for you guys? So, like, if you wanted to go see music, what, what, where would you mm-hmm.
1: have to go? Yeah, uh, well, streetport Louisiana. Shreport. Oh, okay. So, yeah, is, that's okay. Is, that is about an hour forty-five away. Okay. Um, and then Houston is three hours. Dallas is four hours.
0: Okay. All right. So
1: those are the the closest places you can really go, but. I always like to give uh, credit to Nacogdoches, Texas. Okay. You got to try to spell that, um, yep, Nacogdoches. Right. But that is that's Stephen F. Austin University there, and that's that's not a big town per se. It's like it's it's a town at least, though. You know, is but it and is over there in go. that in that area. That is a big town. Yeah, it is to us. That's where we would go to watch movies and you know go out to eat and stuff that you know town people did. Got
0: <laughs> it. So yeah. who, who was your first, what was the first band you saw live?
1: Ooh, uh, let me think here. Um, I think Leonard Skinner, Uh Wow. In Shreveport, my mother and dad took me and one of my sisters to see them. I don't remember too much about it, though. I just know it was really, really loud. That's what I remember. <laughs> was really loud but it was great yeah 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 they are loud but uh, so yeah you know that was that was the influences of southern rock country glenn campbell i love glenn campbell um you know and my dad listened a lot of country my mother listened to more rock stuff and so i got a good heavy dose of both so
0: um did you do like a high school talent show like did you do anything like that did that
1: no that was not my scene we did have that but um i would have felt nerdy doing it you know in some way yeah so i did i was i was i did you'd be surprised i i was uh i went through like a a sort of hippie like stage uh and i'm not proud of it whatsoever but i just (laughs) wanted to be i wanted to be different you know sure i was just i wanted and so i started you know i sewed patches on my pants and tried to make bell bottoms and, and, you know, I was against the man, you know, or whatever. Yeah, it was, did. it was, it was absolute <laughs> silliness, you know, and looking back now, I, I'm like, that's utter silliness, but you know, the Lord's good. And he's, he weaves a story to, to, for his honor and glory. So, um. Yeah.
0: And sometimes you're the joke, you know, there's, there's yeah, portions I, I t- of your time that you are the joke.
1: It seems like that. I'm always the joke looking backwards, you know, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um okay so when did it kind of become clearer that this was the route you wanted to take i mean you mentioned that this wasn't anything you were necessarily building towards uh in a right. meaningful sense so when did it sort of zero in like oh i may actually want to do this
1: um we did i did like a uh I don't it was like a guitar competition or something like that uh uh forget the year but i was in high school and um Again, I was I was just more geared toward guitar during a lot of that time. I only sang because um no one else could, you know, and I sure. was brave enough to at least sound bad and be confident about it, I guess. But um we went to some guitar competition. I won that thing. It was like it was called Texas Top Guitarist under twenty years old or something like that. Okay. And I won I won that and um then i was like okay i really enjoy performing because there was actually people there you know sort where, of thing where, where was we it
0: it sounds like a state fair thing
1: oh it was in dallas it was um there's some guitar. it was like it was one of the biggest guitar festivals that wow. comes there every year something like that okay. they had some sort of competition like that i won that and now as you know i was just really i wanted to do it i was you know I was like I, I enjoy performing i do enjoy it, so I'm going to go go for it in some aspects, so I just kept at it, you know, I started recording my own stuff in my, I had a barn studio, me and my dad built a, a little room out of chicken house materials okay. um, <laughs> that were left over, and I would get in there with a little crappy recorder and just record and record and do, try to come up with stuff, you know, I love to write songs, I still love to write songs, Um that's just, I I love doing that sort of stuff, and um, but I I did kind of give up on it though, sort of ish as as I got older. Um, when I started going to college, I liked it, but like I I just I didn't know where it would go to. Um, now, I tried did you, out. Where did you go to college? So go by the way. I well, first I went to just a community college. Okay. But then, um, I really that right out of high school, I really started reading my Bible. Like I wanted to know who God was. I, you know, grew up Christian, um, as, as a Southerner would say, you know, right. um, but I really wanted to know, okay, if he's God, who is he really, who is he? Um, and so I really started reading my Bible and I just fell in love with reading, you know, um, whereas before, like, my high school career and whatnot, I was just a lackey, and, and I didn't try, <laughs> and I didn't read, I didn't do anything, because I only wanted to play guitar. Like That's all I wanted to do. Um, but uh, I just fell in love with reading the Bible, and so after that, all that say, I tried to look up online schools for biblical theology, because I wanted to know more about who God was, and I wanted to be guided in that. And so the first thing that popped up was Liberty University. I know there's you know some stuff around that uh, about the school and whatnot, and the 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 guy or whatever. Sure, I don't know sure. too. I don't know too much about it. I just knew that that was the first thing I saw, and I was like, "All right, that'll work." You know, because yeah, I, totally. I I had you have to understand uh, to people listening. I didn't I didn't have a a theological framework um, that was really rooted in history or anything like that. I w- I grew up in a non denominational little bitty tiny church, and we were. Um, I love my pastor to this day we We did go through some more charismatic y type things though sure of, because it's just that was just so natural to our area, you know um what are you going to do so that's so it but the Lord again, it proved his faithfulness and his goodness to lead me by the hand through a lot of bad stuff, but into you know people like i I eventually found my way into reform theology and all that sort of stuff, you know
0: so did you go to liberty online
1: i did i did do it online okay Okay. um and that was yeah that so that was after my i did a semester or two at a a, a, um, yeah a local community college um and then really i just really I i don't i wanted my whole life i've had this this little feeling of like i really want to be a preacher not not in any sort of way of uh i never wanted to be like a big preacher or something like that i just i love the gospel and when i really understood it um you know i I just i i don't know it is always to this day whenever i go out anywhere i find myself telling people about it and what it is you know what i mean you know at my shows i did a summer tour uh, East coast summer tour. And I, at every single venue, we, I preached the gospel at the end of the, this, we did our set and that was it. And then I asked them to stay and I, no matter where we were, you know, I just, I told them the gospel.
0: That's Um, awesome.
1: And, uh, got a lot of, you know, not nice comments, but I got some couple, you know, (laughs) that came along. So, um, yeah, so it, it that, that's been mostly my life has been that sort of dynamic of doing music but my heart is more than anything in the world. I love the gospel and I love the truth of the Bible and and what it stands for and you know all that stuff.
0: I guess with the next step from getting into Liberty and then you did the guitar contest. Right. What was what was the next step to get uh the American Idol tryouts?
1: Yeah. So as I was, I was doing the Liberty University things, I, I again had more or less shifted in that direction of like, okay, I don't see anything musically happening. Sure. So, um, and I'm not willing to move anywhere away away. So, I, I was sticking with that, doing that. Um, and then I saw just a random, uh, you know, ad that American Idol was coming back to, uh, you know, with television or whatever. um, and so I just thought I'd give a shot at it. I had tried out a couple of years ago, uh, before that and didn't, you know, didn't make it past anything. So, you know, wasn't a big deal, but I, I had a contact with them still and I just asked if I could try out in some way. And they said, yeah. And gave me like a, they gave me like a private audition and, and then it took off from there, you know, oh, wow. I mean, you know, so it was, it was, it was a very providential thing, you know, from the Lord. Cause Seriously, had had that not happened, I really I would have continued studies, and I would be a preacher by now of some sort of something like that. Sure. Um, but you know I wouldn't have met my wife, wouldn't have you know moved to Nashville or anything like that. So it's been, it's all in all in his timing though, is what I'm seeing. You know, just he's proving his faithfulness through through the story that he weaves for his name. You know.
0: Now I heard a story. When the other contestants on American Idol heard that you were a Christian and you wanted to be a pastor, um, they kind of took an interest into that.
1: Yeah, most most people did because it, in that sort of realm, there's there's kind of two two sets of Christians, I suppose. You know, um, there's the I I only mainly see the one kind, to be honest. Is is the um lovey dovey. You know, I just, I'm here to be real. And I, you know, uh, Christ loves you for who you are and you can stay in your sin and yeah. not ever change. Right, But there, I, I just have not really met any that are on the other side of, of no, you need to repent of your sins and you need to turn And all of this that we're doing. Every, me and Gabby are on the same page here with this is that we do this music. I do, I did the show and all these things to to use the gift that God's given but it's in order that we may give the gospel to others. It's in order that we can magnify his name through the art that he gave us to use. It's the means to the end of the gospel, right? Right. It's, that's the way I view everything. I view, if I'm driving down the road, I believe that it's it's for a use, you know? And so when we were there, I didn't hold anything back. You know, if someone came up and asked me, because I did, there was a, there was a, a transgender on the show, um, who made it, you know, to the uh, top ten or whatever. Um, okay. it, it was cut a couple of spots before me, um, but it, I had conversations with him, you know, uh, about that. That I didn't equivocate on. You know, I was like, "This is this is true." You know, you do need to repent. But it was it was very eye opening to be able to talk to these people because growing up in Shelbyville, you did not see that.
0: Right, period. Sure. <laughs> and so
1: I was shell-shocked when sure. I first saw this, like, cause I just, I didn't, you know, of course I didn't go looking for it on the internet or anything like that, heard the terms, heard what it was and all that, but to see it, to talk to this person, um, you know, it was just a whole different realm, but yeah, they were all, uh, I, I did get a, a kind of respect though, that, that I, I'm very thankful for. It. it wasn't, they were never rude to me. They were never hateful toward me, honestly, they really weren't. And I was not, I didn't back off on anything, you know, I I associated with them, but they knew where my stance was, you know, but it it was, it was just a, it was an amazing time in the, again, the providence of the Lord to be able to, you know, bear witness to, to people who are not going to church and they're not going to, to hear the truth anywhere. You know what I mean? Totally. Well, and I
0: imagine for them, they've probably never met anybody from Shelbyville. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> ever really met someone from Shelbyville because they're all just they're there and they don't ever leave. Sure. You know?
0: <laughs> when did you because you said you had a private audition now with uh, that wasn't with like the three famous judges is the private. audition? No. So w- at what point like when was your first when did you first play for uh, the judges that we were year Were Lion Richie, Luke Bryan and Katy Perry.
1: Correct. So w- yeah, when did, did you
0: originally play for them?
1: I think it was like October 2017 or something like that. So okay. this was a lot of you know half of the show is pre-recorded, okay. and then they show it you know in in uh, March the next year. Um, and so that was uh yes that was uh well, I'm trying to remember I think it was in Baton Rouge or New Orleans or okay. something like that wow. New Orleans I think it was in New Orleans Yeah that was my first little audition with them and it was yeah it was like a whole day of just sitting there literally i was just exhausted by the end of the day i was one of the first people to get there one of the last people to audition um and just sitting there you did some interviews but man it was just i was so tired (laughs) that's all i remember i think i think that's kind of a vetting process for their their you know if you can stand around yeah yes exactly but it was, uh, you know, I mean, it was, uh, I was I was amazed that I made it through because I, I just never, I, I was a guitar player, you know what I mean? Yep. And so I always make the joke, I'm, I'm one of the only guitar players to ever, you know, almost win the whole singing <laughs> show, you know. Um, But I just thought, it's just one, it's still one of the most interesting things of my life to, to you know, everyone, uh, my whole life telling me, you know, you're an awful singer, you're not very good. And I was like, well, I'll show you, you know, I'm going to go get yeah. on a singing show. <laughs>
0: You'd be surprised. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's so funny. But yeah, I'm so untrained and unprofessional in so many ways, but it just I it always it goes back to uh, the Lord puts people where he wants them to show truliness truly the, the foolishness of the world. He uses to shame the wisdom of the world, you know sort of thing.
0: And I imagine even just emotionally you whether it's with your faith or I even think maybe just where you grew up like playing for them Obviously, it's a very cool moment and and stuff like that, but it's not like you were necessarily a kid of the internet age who's so beholden to Katy Perry or Luke, you know that right you kind of just could go in and be like, "Well, here it goes, you know I don't yeah, <laughs>
1: you know, yeah, that's so true I mean i was a i of course was aware of all of them I, I love I love Lionel Richie, you know, I was yeah. a fan of him, but from that moment on, you know i you know, I had been shell shocked or, you know, just uh, amazed by quote celebrities before. But at, from that point on, I was like, mm, they're normal. You know, I they're was normal. like, okay. And, probably,
0: and like, kind of pretty weird. I mean, like, I was yeah <laughs> looking yeah, through some of those yeah. old videos and I was like, man, I feel like there's no one that knows how to make it about themselves than Katy Perry, you know?
1: Yeah, so that, yeah, that's the joke, isn't it? Uh, they're, she, um, you know lord bless her she really uh she cannot stand the attention being off of her i tell you what man it's <laughs> I mean, something
0: i and like i've heard of uh stories of Katy perry being a weird judge or whatever but man just sitting mm-hmm. through it i watched your just a couple of your the highlights of your season and man, mm-hmm. I, mean, I tell you, what, it was like you sang and stuff, but then the rest of the time it was just about Katy Perry being weird. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, no, it was. You know, you know, she came from a charismatic background. She did, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Father, and and she dad's
0: was, a pastor.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, isn't he? Okay, well, yeah, well, you, you know what I mean. You know <laughs> no, what I mean. I get it. You, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I met him. He dresses in all. Uh, it looks like gangster clothes. I don't know how to explain it other than that. like a flat bill cap and a no gold way. chain and. This is an interesting look, and I asked him if he was a pastor, and he said, oh, "Well, I don't like to use that word." Cool, you know, I was like, you know? <laughs> "I was like, okay, you know, yeah. like on this side of of a little more knowledge, I'm like, well, I'm glad you don't use that word. You know, yeah, it's it's right. good, it's yeah, no a doubt. good thing." But they were nice, nonetheless. You know, I don't take away; they were nice to me and, and honored to meet them and all that good stuff. But yeah, it's a you can just tell. There's it's just a it's a it's a isn't that the logical conclusion of some some charismatic theology i feel like you know so at least thank you for living coherently and truthfully to your worldview
0: (laughs) is there uh is there anything kind of that would surprise folks that watch american idol in terms of uh like is there anything about the experience or you know obviously the it's kind of unique that they Film half of it beforehand, and then they kind of catch up, and then you finish out the season. But is there anything behind the scenes that's interesting, or
1: hmm, something that would take me by surprise? I don't know. I mean, is let me think. I don't, not really. I because we didn't, you know, they tried to uh, in past times at least, you know, they they tried to get people to pity pit against each other, sort of thing. Right. Um, but we were. They did say we were oddly close season you know we were just all friends and you know i mean me and gabby of course we we were beginning to date we weren't trying to make it about that whatsoever you know we were right trying to uh more or less just keep that behind the scene because we were only dating we didn't know too much about each other we were just i just knew that and she knew we we were attracted to each other and we enjoyed each other's time you know that was sure that was about it and we were trying to be focused on what we were doing um, but yeah, it w- there wasn't any like weird fights or you know people screaming and doing all the mess, and there really wasn't any of that. I guess I guess the main thing is you it was that should surprise you is that it was oddly calm. Okay, that, yeah, that, that is surprising. That, yeah, <laughs> there wasn't <laughs> any you know uh, the typical reality television sort of stuff. It was so boring, you know, in, in the in a good way. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there are no producers just being like, you'll never believe what Gabby yeah. said about
1: you back there. But Not I mean, at all. There was <laughs> none of that whatsoever. I mean, you. I think the craziest thing out of our season is that me and Gabby were dating or, and then got married, I guess. You know, that's and about it. Yeah.
0: And, and probably even more shocking to most or to the standard of that show is that you're still married
1: yes i think so we've made it longer than most people what is this it's about to be five months so, we've, so you yeah, know, you guys we're doing are knocking great <laughs> we're knocking it out of the park man <laughs> if you're not but careful yeah.
0: you're gonna like lap some folks so
1: i know it no that that is true yeah people are i mean people that, that's um you know a, a testament to to i don't know how different the world is nowadays you know people were like no 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 y'all need to wait 5 years get sure. your careers really going and i'm like 5 years right are you that's serious time. that's a long time to to be holy <laughs> you know what i want to marry this woman you know i and and yeah it's people were very um not welcoming to the idea of us getting married you know but i i just knew she was you know what i mean She's she's one sure. i want to be married to you know sure it doesn't take too much as long as you, you know, you love Christ. You want to see the world filled with the gospel. Let's do it, you know.
0: No doubt. So, your wife came in third. Yes. Where were you at in the in the standings?
1: So they cut two of us at once. It was okay. the top five of us, and it was the episode before the finale. Okay. And uh, they cut two us. One of my other friends. We were all friends, but. It, so the the joke is, me and him always when we talk to each other, I, we're like, I'm number four, you were number five, you know, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like to believe I was number four, you know. I think <laughs> he was a way better singer than me. I do grant that. He grew, you know, he grew up in the black church and all that stuff. So he was, you know, he was running all over me. That's but cheating, yeah. It's cheating. That's right. That's why I'm number four. It's because I'm a sore loser. That's, that's right. So, there that's we go. That's right. <laughs>
0: What is yes. it like after something like American Idol, where it's like the whole nation is watching you, mm-hmm. and then obviously some of that heat's going to come off a little bit, and it's time right. for you to like start your career. So how's that, mm-hmm. how's that period been?
1: Well, um, again, you know, just it has been a testament to the faithfulness of the Lord, um, you know, because it, it, it's outrageously easy to fall off the map. Um, sure, after sure. one of these shows, if you watch, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't watch television. I hadn't watched television in so long, but um, you know, I I remember watching vaguely The Voice, you know, when it was, uh, it's still around. But you know, watching several seasons of that, and those people immediately go away. You never hear about them again, um, you know. And so it's it's just, I think what it is though is what I've noticed from our season two watching. Watching uh, the other people who were on the show um, is that they make some sort of uh, I don't star reality for you on the show, and then people come off the show expecting it to stay the same.
0: Expecting producers just to be there in their normal yeah.
1: lives. Y- expecting everything to stay the same. Expecting you know well everything's gonna be handed to me here too. And I didn't think that neither did Gabby. We both thought okay we got to get to work we got right. to go do something right. because we've got to keep it rolling so uh, we both immediately jumped in and started doing a, as much as we possibly could um you know it's just it i think that's the difference you know in, in what happens it's it's really easy for everything to relapse to the way it was before because it's just a hot minute man you know with people watching you Um, so, but you know, it, after the show, yeah, it was just another, it's just another grind of, of really playing a lot of shows and trying to record as much music as you can sort of thing, you know, but having, having Gabby, man, I, I just have been, you know, just amazed at at the goodness of the Lord to give me such a, such a wife as her to be such an encouragement and, um, you know to To be able to marry her and and now we get to to do music together, you know, in in such a special way. I think that's just it's just amazing. You know, I mean, there's just not any story like it. You know, other than a couple. You know, Johnny Cash and June, and you know a couple of others. But it's I just I'm so honored just to yeah it is. But it's you know it's just such an honor to play music with her because I think I personally think she's the greatest singer in the world. I really do. I think she's amazing, and and I just I love being able to give my guitar to her, you know, sort of thing, like, yeah. like like they did in Lord of the Rings. You know, Aragorn's like, "You have my sword," you know, sort of thing. Yeah, and I'm with you on this journey, and, and that's the way axe, I feel about dude.
0: it. And your axe,
1: my my wood chopping axe,
0: your axe, yeah, man,
1: or my guitar axe.
0: Well, yeah, that, that I feel like that's what guitars the, you know yeah.
1: I mean? the axe, yeah, the axe, yeah. I I know I was trying to make trying oh, to make some dang, sort dude. of joke, but but. Yes, my guitars. What about them? They're they're cool. You like them?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, with the scene, the dwarf is yeah, like, and my, and you've got my axe, and that's what you're.
1: Saying. Yes. Oh, 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 oh! I missed that one completely. Sorry, man. We, now I'm understanding. Oh, sorry, we, sorry, we, sorry.
0: When we when we start doing this on the regular, kid, we're gonna we're gonna be riffing <laughs> like nobody. else. Oh, my bad. No, I, it's totally yeah, fine. I, I, that's my fault.
1: I, I, I left that realm as soon as I dropped that. I left it and went somewhere else because oh, you said man. your axe, and I immediately jumped to guitar. Yeah, because I feel but like it, that's it, the
0: scene. That's like he's just like in and my axe and my axe. Yes, yeah. that
1: would have made more sense than my sword. Yeah. Oh gosh, I wasn't. No, thinking. it's okay, fine, it, man. It's fine. You know what I mean. It's fine. You know what I mean. <laughs> I totally do. <laughs> yeah, I'll it's go. not easy. B- it's
0: not easy building rapport. What that's what the it people is. don't know. But you get it because you're always being interviewed. Yeah, and I'm interviewing. I'm always interviewing, so yeah, it's a difficult yes. thing out here, people.
1: It really is. It's <laughs> it's hard to catch everything. It's no, I okay. only have so big of a net here in my head. We're only human. <laughs> We're only human. That's dude. the problem. That's the problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you brought this up earlier in the interview. You said, uh, well, with the this metaphor that Doug likes to use about liberals are going 100 miles an hour to the cliff, conservatives are going about 60. So it's it's not that the conservatives necessarily are this, you know, reformational righteous group. They're just going slower as right. so. well. Um, That's it. And one thing I had actually written in my notes is I had a question about the entertainment industry. That's clearly the devil's backyard kind of situation where uh, right. it's it's pretty bleak out there. But it's always seemed yes. to me that um, the country music entertainment industry is at least they're not driving as fast. They're a couple miles back. right? But they're not necessarily perfect. So anyway, I I was curious to know, like, how, as far as you and your wife are navigating stuff, like, what's it like in the... I, I could see it going two ways. You being like, it's actually pretty nice. There's lots of Christians... Or maybe it's just mm-hmm. a slow creep, or what? what's that like?
1: Yeah, it's definitely, it's a slow creep, because it really is, it's, it's 10 years behind in Nashville than than L.A., yeah, right. if that makes yeah. sense, because that's where the pop world is, that's where more of your mainstream stuff is, and then here, it, it's 10 years behind, because here you're still getting, oh, I love Jesus, and sure. I, you know, I love him, and then I drink then <laughs> a lot, yep. you know, and I, and I go party and do my thing. Um, so it's, it's a little bit of both, but then here's, here's the thing. There's, this is what I was thinking about. We watched for the first, I've watched, you know, award shows forever. We, me and Gabby have been going to the CMA awards, you know, every year since idol. Um, and, you know, and I've been there to where, you know, I saw, um, Carrie Underwood sing a song called love wins. Yep, right. I think, and it seems to be implying in the end, love wins. Uh, kind of the Rob Bell idea sure. sort of thing is what it sounds and like. And love is love. Uh, you know, who's to say it's... Yeah, love is love. And, and, you know, I think she's talking about homosexuals and, and all that stuff yeah. that in the end will all make it, which is bogus. But um, I was... Yeah, that made me mad because I was there, you know, sort of thing. Um, But I watched the Grammy Awards the other night. Yeah. And I... Was amazed at the raunchiness and grossness <laughs> of the entire show yeah, from man. the beginning, from the first start. Right. It was, you know, um, this uh, rather large woman on there in some leotard, I guess. I don't know, you know, uh, yep. singing about b-word this and b-word that. You know, it it started like that, and that was like what it was on like CBS, you yep, know. Right. It, probably kids watching it's it's supposed to be yeah yeah and then alicia keys comes on there and starts talking about how you know the social justice gospel sort of thing you know it's the she started talking about you know this ethereal like love fairy dust stuff you know and I, i put on my uh the twitter and instagram i was like thanks for sharing uh the secular gospel alicia that's why we all came Sort of like you know, and I had a bunch of people you know comment back. Well, you're just so mean, right, you know. Right, right. <laughs> so sort of like, well, I'm like, why did I don't I don't come here to listen to this? If I want to hear a sermon, I'll go to church. Uh, so, I uh, that is the difference, though. Is it some in some ways it's very subtle over here because I think it's just creeping in. Because you even have someone like Carrie Underwood who's been great, sort of, um, you know. Who she has, you know, of course, some wacky stuff going on there, but. Uh, used to. It was so not there. Now it's creeping in. You can see it, that it literally is. It's a testament to the truthfulness of that statement. It's about 10 years behind. Yep. But a, it'll get there. Yes. And so it... Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: You go I ahead. I was just going to say, so yeah. I did as, it last as time. You, uh, as you and your wife navigate that in the day-to-day, do you see it? And obviously, those are like big-time award shows. The cameras are on. Um, mm-hmm. What's it like, kind of behind the scenes? Would you say it's about the same? You know, like everybody's. Right.
1: Well, so I mean, that's that's kind of like one of the things of, of these award shows. Those are, I feel like that that's the mouth of the heart right, right. of Nashville, sort of thing. It, it, CMA Awards, CMT Awards, those sorts of things. It's uh, it's it's kind of dr- I draw those two together because you can see more of it behind the scenes. You can see more of this this idea. You know, if people you know talking about their self worth and their their, you know, just that whole ideology, you can hear all of that all the time. You know what totally. I mean? Uh, Gab, Gabby's gotten conversations with people about you know uh, gays and and you know how everybody you talk about, you know, they're like, oh no, I, th- I don't think there's anything wrong with that, and yes, I believe in Jesus. And then she, you know, she'll bring up or I'll bring up, well, don't you think that's inconsistent with the word and what it says? plainly you know what I mean and no one seems to care though I don't I'm losing something somewhere because no one one cares that it's inconsistent and it drives me crazy you know Uh, so but it's very much uh, behind the door it's it's you can see it foaming you know and growing you know what I mean sort of thing so it yeah it's it's it will be like that but I think and I'm I'm grateful that the Lord has put me and Gabby here at least because I can lead her in such a way. Uh, I know that the Lord will use me to do this to, to, to where she can stand testimony and stand up there to these other women who are around because it, it's, you know, a lot of these women are some of the loudest ones. Right. And she's the, I told her, I was like, you're the only one in this town who says the things you say. That's, you know, fair. you're the yeah, only sure. one. Especially with the platforms like uh, that, so. Yeah, there you no one else is retweeting Doug Wilson here in Nashville. <laughs> you know, no one no one's no one's put no quotes from Ra- Rachel Jankovic's book, right, you know, right. on her Instagram. And as you know, I, I think that's a, just I you know, I get tears in my eyes thinking about my wife standing against that in the name of Jesus. You know what I totally, mean? Totally, man. Like I I just and then that makes me want to have kids cuz I want to see them Stand firm if there's no one else standing in the whole town or whole country, we stand because Christ is king and he has really won the day and I, I want to point this back to Canon press it, to be in the encouragement for that because I do believe that Christ has won the day, he is truly the king, and the gospel will prevail over the whole earth and because of that encouragement, it enables us all the more to go to these people who don't who who want us to Step with them, you know, step and strive with them because we have those pressures every day of like, well, you can't say it like that. Right. You know, you, well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't really do that because that could hurt your career. And we say, you know, uh, away with our careers. <laughs> Kate
0: says, listen, I'll go on Canon Calls. You know what I <laughs> mean?
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 That's right. I'm, yeah. That's what we have to say about that is that we're, we'll go to, because that's what this is about. That's what I was talking about earlier was, was these are all means by which we get the message out. How dare we let the means become the end? Right, right. So that you know, that's that's what we're we're up against. But we know we'll win. Yep. You know, yep. yeah. <laughs> and that's what I feel like bolsters the message so much more for us. Even here, like, and I, we am I? I'm saying this as us, like pretending like Gabby's here because this is our thought as a family. Is that it? Knowing that this this is the will of God, you know what I mean that we go into these dark places, being surrounded by all this, and telling them the war's over, right you know what i mean quit put your put your guns down, you know uh, he's he's already won, and you've lost come on, come on over, you know yeah, right <laughs> sort of you can thing come quietly so or cheerfully or yeah yeah that, or whatever, that's right? but- that's what I was. I was trying to remember what yeah the the quote was from Doug because uh, what you know all those all those all the, I try to write down some of those quotes because they're so witty golly to. they're good yeah yeah, yeah well, I wrote one down it was like trying to sweep sweep water uphill <laughs> and then there was another one uh the only difference between uh the <laughs> only difference between uh garbage and salad is timing That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Who comes up with this yeah, yeah, stuff? Man, you know what, what I mean. That was one. a
0: good one. Um, okay, and so yeah, you were telling me last night. you were like, no, my wife's way better than I am at this stuff. And uh, yes, and from you know just from the interview itself, you were saying you're going to go back to doing what you love most, which is playing guitar. Mm. Um, yes. So you're going to be playing guitar for your wife, but at the same time, dude, you're still releasing music. You released something yeah. like February twelfth.
1: Yeah, I'm. I do release. I've, you know, uh, just recently we've decided to merge this stuff together, um, just for the sake of thinking okay. of kids and and yeah. um, you know, yeah, 'cause because that was again. She's her, her biggest dream in the world. She said to me, you know, when we first met, was, I want to be a mother. You know, yeah. and I what a testament again to the Lord. You know that he sure. he genuinely makes people it makes men and women unique and different from each other you know sort of thing cuz i wasn't i wasn't even there i wasn't even thinking in those terms of course sadly uh, i think sadly because i had been i kind of bought into the whole thing of well we need to get our careers going first we need to think about this yep. and then she was like no i want to be a mother and i want to get married you know, yep, the
0: indictment <laughs> and, of Cade, yeah,
1: yeah, yes, I know. And I was like, What, <laughs> you know, and she and she said, She said, from when I, you know, whenever I kind of acted standoffish about some of those things, she started praying for me. And then, uh, you know, my mind completely flipped. And now I want a huge family, I want, you know, and it's been through thankfully, no lie can impress. Okay. It has been through when I, didn't I started watching say that those. At all. Yes, this I know not it was true. It's not. But I, I have been singing the praises of this stuff. I really have because it has so changed my views, man, on on the way I see the world, the way I see how we're going to win. You know what yeah. I mean? And, yeah. I really, and now I'm like, let's have a bunch of kids and let's baptize them. <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And all my yeah. friends are yeah. like, where did you come from? Why are you acting like this? And I'm like, man. Doug Wilson's got it. Man,
0: it, it, I got to be honest, it is so strange because already, you know, I was telling you on the phone last night, the, the embargo on Canon's stuff is already so. Yes. Uh, I just don't get it. So big. And it. so for you, for someone like you to like have made it through the embargo and not yeah. only that, but you enjoy it is, uh, that's, enjoy it. that's pretty funny. So I was like, we got to talk to this guy.
1: Yeah, no, I I just, I've been eating it up. I bought a bunch of books. I've been trying to make it through them while we're on the road and stuff like that, because I just, I just enjoy, seriously, the practicalness of it. But at the same time, because I don't like grossly practical stuff, you know, Uh, but I like the practicalness that still feels like um, we're doing something major. Yep. When I, when I, when Doug talks about, you know, sweeping sweeping the front porch, you know, whatever, you're doing something for the kingdom of God. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's important. It's really it it makes everything seem um I don't know how to explain it. Like I feel like I am living in a in a in a movie sort of thing. Like it's like this is God's movie, man, and it's a it means something. All these parts are really incremental in getting the word out. About yeah, man, your daily him.
0: daily obedience actually matters. You know, yes, you, you I know. doing that thing actually matters. You do it. Who would have thought? I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, it's too funny, man. So it is. now we talked about your your tour this summer. We are Anything so excited. Anything else? What can we point folks to uh, to get to know you and your wife?
1: Uh, yeah, just our um, you know we both have YouTubes. Uh, just our names: Gabby Barrett and then Kate Feiner, and her name is. Gabby Fainer, don't worry everyone, but you know, she built, she built a business for she met me under that, under that corporation name. So chill out, LLC
0: stuff. We get it.
1: Yes, yes, yes. But, um, yeah, just our YouTube pages, our Instagrams and you know, it's just our names, just my name and her name. You can find us pretty much anywhere. If you just Google us, put us in the, put us in the old computer, we'll pop up somewhere.
0: Okay. And then love to have you and your wife on. That'd be awesome. Um, yes i would
1: appreciate that
0: and what do you say you know come out to moscow you can be part of the dad's band you guys could jump in on doug's dad's band and uh,
1: i would love that i would love it i would (laughs) i would do it in a heartbeat that's that's my that's my next thing that's what i'm going to be a part of is that that's that's where you'll find me Uh,
0: (laughs) well yeah man you've obviously committed many cultural sins in the last hour and uh
1: yes i make. have i'm excited to hear about them <laughs> on my internet may
0: god bless you and your wife and uh you know go fight win dude
1: yeah thank you so much man i sure appreciate totally. it totally thanks kate thank you brother